everybody and welcome back to our podcast. The Flex Alumni Moldova podcast is the first Flex podcast dedicated to connecting the Flex alumni worldwide and serve as a learning tool about the Flex program to those who want to discover more about this exchange program. In the last episode, we've talked about culture shock. What is it and how to overcome it? We also had two wonderful guests, Camelia Hodoroja, our Flex alumni 20, and Nicolas Vigiano, an NSLY student who came all the way from the States to Moldova and who shared their stories with us. So if you still haven't listened to it, I highly recommend you do it because I bet you're going to find some pretty interesting stuff, especially the contrast between Moldova post-Soviet country and the United States, a highly developed one. Now, in this episode, we'll talk about one of the biggest parts in any teenager's life, high school. No matter where you're from, everyone goes through this period of their lifetime uh, that helps them transition from being a child to an adult. And this is why we decided to dedicate a whole episode to the high school experience. But of course, with a twist, we'll talk about high school in the US, also with another two wonderful guests, Camelia Hodoroja, who is back and you've already met in the previous episode, and her host sister, Mikhail Knight. Camelia is here to tell us about her general experience as an exchange high school student in America, what are the major differences from what she was used to, what did she love, and what she wishes she could take back to Moldova. So, Cami, hi, could you please introduce yourself for those who don't know you yet? Hey guys, I am Cami, and I'm a Flex Alumna 2020. I was placed in Dunkirk, Indiana, and on today's episode, I will be talking about my favorite part of my exchange year, which was learning in an American high school. Perfect. Thank you so much, Camelia. Could you please start maybe with the major uh, differences between the Moldovan uh, high school system versus the American one? I can definitely say that learning in Moldova is 10 times harder than learning in the States. And I feel like that is because of the approach that a lot of teachers take towards students or they take towards the things they're teaching us. You see, in Moldova, you have to be good at every subject you have. You have to excel at everything if you want to have good grades so you can get into a new college and so on. The problem is we're human and you cannot be good at everything. You see, here is where the American system is better because you get to choose your own classes according to what you want to do in the future, according to what your interests are. And I feel like this flaw in the Moldovan system has failed a lot of students and it is going to fail a lot more if we don't have a change done in it as soon as possible. Also, the differences in the systems, the American and Moldovan one, they go further than just logistics. They can also get us, they can go as far as human interaction. What I mean by that is that I noticed a difference between the relationship teacher and student. In the States, teachers seemed more like friends to students. Of course, they still came out of a place of respect, but I feel like they were more down to earth than teachers in Moldova are. And these interactions, they changed the learning process by a lot. Because we have the saying that if you like the teacher, that you're going to like the subject too. And I feel like that 
applies perfectly to this context. Because the teachers were always so friendly and understanding, going to school was not as stressful and the anxiety was always minimal in a way. Another interesting topic to talk about would be the grading system in the States and how a lot of people are actually surprised to hear that exchange students are often used to having straight A's, which should not be the case because if you think about it, I, for example, was always used to go from 1 to 10 and going to the States, this range of grades is not so broad now. Now you can get A's, B's, C's, or D's, you know? So getting high grades is actually easier in the States as it is in, Amer in, in Moldova, for example, which is why a lot of exchange students have it easier in a way. Kemi, what about uh, classes in the, in the United States? What they were like? There were about a thousand students in my school, and my town was not particularly diverse, but there were quite a handful of people of different races and cultures. I was fortunate enough to have another 12 exchange students go through this experience at the same time as I, and I can honestly say that I could not imagine my exchange year without them. I should mention that each and every school has a different program or a way of distributing classes to students and so on, so the information you get from me might be slightly different from what you could get from another alumni, so keep that in mind. The aspect that I like the most about school in the States is that I had the freedom to choose what classes I attended. Obviously, classes like English, US history, sports class, and any kind of math were mandatory to take at least once a year, but I could choose from every class besides those. Moreover, I had the same schedule every day of the week as opposed to what I was used to in Moldova. Throughout the year, I managed to take classes such as World Geography, German, Spanish, Peer Tutoring, FX, Stage Makeup, um, Radio and TV, and Speech. As a student, you also get the opportunity to change your classes if something doesn't go the way you want it to, and I think that that is also pretty neat and actually really helpful. Another thing that I find it really cool about the fact that as a student you're able to choose your own classes is that you can choose the creative classes and the things that actually seem interesting. For example, I chose radio and TV for my last semester to be my first class first thing in the morning. Basically, uh, during this class we were filming informational videos, we were filming the news that we, we were going to broadcast during lunch, um, every single person had a task. Somebody was responsible for the video montage, somebody else was responsible for the mics and so on. I was the one to read from the prompter, so each morning I was in front of the camera delivering the news, basically. This would happen every Thursday and Tuesday, and on the other days we would be writing what I was going to read in front of the whole, of the whole school. And I can tell you that it was so much fun to be part of that class and it was a lot of teamwork involved, which again got me a lot of friends. Uh, and I would really encourage and advise any future exchange students to pick up 
creative and interesting classes that you can get because you're going to come back to this curriculum that you've been used to this whole life. So if you can get something interesting and unique in the States, do it. Another creative and interesting class that I took was FX makeup or stage makeup. And it's pretty self-explanatory. During this class, we learned how to use gore um, or just special effects with makeup. We learned how to do old age makeup, how to do cuts and wounds as big as you want. And I can, it, it was really like a little break from learning for the other classes. And it was just, you know, it was fun to learn how to do all of these things that we see on screen and to be able to do them myself. My classes started at 8 a.m. Each class was about 75 minutes, which at first seemed like a long time, but after a week or two, I got used to them. I only had five classes per day with five minute breaks between each of them, except for lunch when we would get 30 minutes. This way, my classes were over by 3 p.m. During swim season, which is from November till February, I would also have swim practice every day from 3.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Sometimes we would even have to go to school before our classes started, so we would have practice from 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m., leaving us plenty of time to get ready for our classes. Now that uh, you've mentioned it, Kami, could you tell us more about sports in the, in the United States? Uh, I don't know, uh, what do kids play? Uh, what, it's, uh, uh, what it's like playing uh, a sport in the, in the US? Americans put a lot of weight on sports and they do plenty of it in school. At Jay County, you could practice basketball, volleyball, tennis, softball, swimming, diving, football, cheerleading, track, and a lot more. Usually each sport would have its own season, so they wouldn't mess up with each other's schedules. Practice would usually take place every day and depending on the sport for several hours. I was part of the swim team at Jay County. It is apparently a popular sport among exchange students since more than half of us joined the team. That's why it was so much fun and we have so many memories together from competitions, which are usually called swim meets. I think that practicing sports during studying is really important because not only are you taking care of your physical health, you're also maintaining your mental health and you're putting in your energy into something good, something that is going to make you proud afterwards. You're making plenty of new friends and you're going through some unique experiences that you don't know if you can ever get again. So I encourage anybody that if they have the opportunity to join any sports teams because it's actually a great time and you're not go you're not going to regret it. No matter how hard it seems, it is going to be worth it in the end. Thank you, Kamen. That was uh, very inspirational uh, at the end, a really good uh, pep talk. <laughs> uh, what are some other topics uh, that you would like to share uh, with us about the American high school? Another thing that I really liked about classes was that we could go on school trips anytime. And I'm talking really cool school trips. For example, I got to see Chicago with my German class. It was something like a four or five hour ride by bus. We went with a school bus 
and it was a really long way, but it was so worth it, and I had so much fun. I got to see the Bean and so many other cool places with my friends. Um, it was awesome. Also, with my FX makeup class, we got to visit so many nice, beautiful places in Indiana and experience new food and new shows. It was really, it was just great opportunities all over each other. Volunteering is also a big part of the American high school experience. While I was at Jay County, I managed to volunteer over for over 120 hours. Most of the activities, fairs, or charity events that I participated in were either organized within the school's premises or were handled by our teachers. So if you're looking for opportunities to volunteer, you should find plenty at your school. That's exactly right, Cami. High school is, uh, I think, one of the best places for exchange students to find volunteering opportunities. But uh, I've also talked more about this uh, whole experience in our first episode, volunteering in the US. So if you want to learn more about the hows and whens and why are exchange students um, obligated or it's mandatory for them to uh, fulfill a certain amount of volunteering hours in the United States, then you should uh, you should uh, check uh, our episode out. Well, what I also wanted to ask uh, you, Kami, was uh, about your host sister, Mikhail. I know that uh, you guys were the same age. Uh, how was that at school? Uh, how did it impact your relationship? As I mentioned, I was part of the swim team at Jay County, and my host sister, Mikhail, she was part of the diving team. So we spent a lot of time together at practice, and when we were traveling for swim meets, it was also a great time for us to bond and to just form a friendship that I am so proud to say that is so strong even today when we are so far apart. That's really great. I'm uh, so glad to hear that uh, your uh, relationship is so strong. Now, uh, thank you, Camilla, for uh, sharing your experience with us. I also have some questions for Mikhail. Uh, First of all, hi and welcome to our podcast. Uh, Mikhail, could you please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before I dive in into the questions uh, I have for you? I'm Mikhail Knight and I'm from the US and I'm proud to say I was Cami's host sister last year. Thank you, Mikhail, and welcome again. Now, Cami has uh, told us about her high school experience as an exchange student in the United States uh, while we were not in a pandemic. Now, I want to ask you, how has that changed? Uh, How has the pandemic changed the usual American uh, high school experience? I believe my school changed drastically when the pandemic started. We canceled all of our in-person classes and replaced them with online e-learning classes. And many of my teachers had never taught an online class, so it was new for everyone and we were all struggling. Also, all extracurricular activities, including sports and clubs, were canceled, leaving everyone lost with so much time on our hands in the beginning. How would you say that uh, online school uh, has impacted your social life? Online school definitely makes students feel very isolated when it comes to their social lives. It cuts off all these social benefits that comes along with school, 
including making friends and working with peers, which overall constricts students of growing socially and not benefiting from those influences of those around us. What are some uh, advantages that you see in this new way of learning? I believe the advantages of this new way of learning are the work can be very self-paced, which means you can work around your schedule and do your work when it's convenient for you instead of having a strict schedule to follow. Also, I believe online learning reduces academic pressure. You don't have all of the students around you and you're not worried about them instead of your own work. And I believe it builds self-discipline and accountability because there isn't someone physically in front of you telling you what to do and what you should get done in that amount of time. So it's up to you to be self-motivated and determined to do your own schoolwork. Nice. Uh, what are some disadvantages now on the, on the other hand? Some of the disadvantages of online school is, again, it takes a lot of self-discipline and accountability. And many students struggle with that, and that leads to them falling behind in their classes and overall not having any emotion, any motivation to do their schoolwork. It also makes it very easy to procrastinate your work because it's due at a certain time and you do not have to physically turn anything in. You can become very short on time if you put it off and it overall may make your work seem very rushed. How are you currently learning? I mean, uh, how is your school functioning right now? Are you doing online school full-time or do you go in person? How, uh, how is it uh, over there now? I currently have a nice blend of both online and in-person classes. It's probably about half of each kind of learning which makes you have the best of both worlds and able to not do the same thing all the time. So it really keeps my class schedule interesting. And overall, I think it helps my way of learning. Speaking of uh, way of learning, uh, was it difficult for you to switch up to this um, method of, uh, of learning? Uh, I mean, switching up to, you know, online classes then the hybrid type? Personally, I believe it was easier for me to transition into this new way of learning because I have taken online classes in the past, so I kind of had a feel of how everything would work. But it was definitely a big change to go from all in-person to mostly online and have to adjust to that in ways but I overall feel like I was pretty successful in the transition and it wasn't a huge problem for me. That's uh, that's great. How are you trying to stay uh, active and uh, open-minded in, uh, in times like this? Whenever I feel myself struggling and having hard time with something, I try to remind myself that Everyone is going through the same thing as me and maybe even worse and I just need to push through and look at the bright side of everything. And I also try to give myself breaks from these type of situations. I'll go outside and be active and go hiking and play with my dogs. 
and overall just take a break from that and go back to it at a later time when I feel more more uh, controlled and better about the situation. Would you want to continue to study in this regime if you had to choose? So, for example, if the pandemic was over and you had the opportunity to go in person full time. I would definitely choose to go in person full time. I believe the benefits for me for in-person learning outweigh the benefits of online when it comes to really how engaged I'll be in work and just I like the overall environment of everyone around me in person. I don't feel as isolated and constricted as as I would with online. Miguel, do you have any tips for any students that are struggling right now with their studies? For anyone struggling with their studies, I would encourage you to remember that everyone is really in the same boat as you right now. Everyone is struggling and to really give yourself your own time to relax, rebuild and take a better look at the situation you're in and Just give yourself that time to grow and don't put so much pressure on yourself. And for the last question, just out of curiosity, are there any exchange students in your school at the moment? We currently have a few exchange students in our school, but unfortunately, the numbers are much lower than they have been in the past due to restrictions and availability. And I really would like us to rebuild next year and have more exchange students. Thank you girls so much for delivering this uh, important insights uh, about high school in the United States, especially high school uh, now and how it's changed. I'm sure that a lot of people will uh, find the information interesting and useful. And for everybody else, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you haven't watched the previous episode, Make sure to check it out. We hope you enjoyed this episode and don't hesitate to ask us any questions or leave suggestions on our Facebook and Instagram page at Flex Alumni Moldova. Make sure to follow us as well as to keep in touch with our latest news and see what our alumni are up to. Remember, Flex is not better, not worse, just different. Bye, talk to you soon.